Hey there, producer Eric. How are you? I'm doing good. All right, very good. Did uh, did you have a chance to check out the last two shows that we uh, put down in? Uh, I mean, I've I've listened to both both shows. Um, I couldn't really tell any difference, but um, I'd probably have to listen to this latest show when it gets published to compare them to, to episodes prior to Monday. All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking for feedback because the one I did on the 15th, oh, that was quite, quite, quite additional work. But uh, I, I would like to see how improved the quality is uh, in everyone's opinions. It does mm-hmm. take an extra bit of time because there's multiple audio tracks to... Basically, the reason I do it is I can mute background noise coming into the show. Uh, when I'm talking or say you're talking and I interrupt you, I can mute myself to where mm-hmm. stream that comes off of Podbean is just one channel. Right. So I have the ability to have multiple channels and edit sound that way. So DLive keeps pausing. I don't know. Are, are you, uh, are you, uh, did you pay your internet bill there? Aren't we? <laughs> I paid my internet bill and my phone bill. Oh, your phone bill? Well, you don't need to worry about the phone bill. Just the electric, or the, the internet. Well, I need to worry. I need to worry about the phone bill if I'm looking at D Live on my phone. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that, that is true. Make sure. Well, not really. As long as well, you have internet, just get it through the internet. Yeah, you're you're right. If I'm on internet, like it was at three something, three fifty four, and then it pauses, shows two something, plays a little. Well, I have it over on mine. I don't know. I think I'm just cursed with technology now. This is getting to be ridiculous. I feel bad. Tonight might be a little bit of a condensed version. I have an 8 o'clock meeting to be at, so, uh, which is, you know, I have to be out of here by 7.30, so I'll do my best to stay on track. But just because we do that, you never know. You might get an additional episode later tonight, but not that long. We'll see what happens. Welcome to the show, Bubble V, Jess Duck, EP, Unplugged 2.0. We'll get started here in about a minute. Just getting uh, unwinding here, cracking open a bottle of American water, actually, today, not Mexican water today. Anyways, um, hopefully everyone's had a fantastic Thursday afternoon. Um, I've over done an overview, not really digging into much. So I figure we'll go over some headlines, kind of toss it around, see what people think. Um, some major decisions uh, at the Supreme Court today. It's kind of interesting. I have a few thoughts on that. And, uh, you know, people can go maskless, apparently, in California now, after uh, Cal Osho's made a decision. It's very exciting times in California, you know, folks. Don't you wish you were here? <laughs> All right. Well, we will get things going here. Mm-hmm. Live from Live Southern, from California. Southern California. California, it's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. Here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is June 17, 2021. We're alive, we're well, and we're breathing. I know, you're all excited, I am too. Another day we get to pay taxes and bills and all that good stuff. So, anyways, there's always something great to look forward to. Uh, Sorry, we missed you last night. You know, work called. I was. Uh, I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning. Worked all the way, gosh, till about nine o'clock last night. And uh, after, and that was wor- working on three hours of sleep. So I was very impressed with myself. There was no way I was in the mood to uh, trying to do a show uh, at the late night hour. Although for some of you that were privied uh, and over at uh, Lady Me Show last night. And you, you did get to hear me sing my favorite song. So I hopefully somebody, I know Jess Doc, she, she walked in there a little bit late. 
But I, I uh, was begged by the lady of the me to sing the piano man, uh, which I did. And then I just turned it off and went to bed. But anyways, how's everybody's night going? Mr. Producer Eric, how are you? I'm doing good as always. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, we also have our good friend, Pert. Pert, how's, uh, how's life? Life is good. D-Life is our D-Live is not as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just noticing that uh, the, for the folks over on D-Live and stuff like that, uh, seems to be pausing here and there. I don't know why, but hang in there. Hopefully it'll get resolved and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, if you haven't head over to D-Live yet, we do strongly encourage you and advise you to do that. That way you get to see all the wonderful clips that we show uh, on our shows each and every single night. Um, so I guess we should start off with the Supreme Court type stuff today. Um, apparently the Supreme Court went ahead and unanimously voted uh, on a... Basically, it was a, a court case involving the uh, city of uh, Philadelphia. And the Supreme Court sided with the with Catholic foster agency that excludes same-sex couples in a 9-0 to court ruling. And the articles from Fox News, the Supreme Court sided unanimously with a Catholic foster agency in a dispute the city of Philadelphia over whether it should be banned from participating in the city's foster care program because it excluded same-sex couples. So to kind of give you an idea, basically the city of Philadelphia says, uh, yeah, you're not going to be participating in foster care because you don't allow gay people or trans or you know any one of the letters of the LGBT community. Uh, you don't allow them to adopt uh, you know, or foster children. And so you know, the church is like, hey, what the hell? It's not, we're not discriminating. We're, we're bringing this. Uh, this goes against our religious beliefs. And – the city of Philadelphia has no, you know, there's no reason for them to even butt in about this. So anyways, the uh, group Catholic Social Services claimed that, quote, Philadelphia's attempts to exclude the Catholic Church from foster care, quote, violated the First Amendment. Lawyers for the city, meanwhile, said the CSS lacks a constitutional right to demand that DHS offer a contract that omits the same non-discrimination requirement every other FFCA must follow when performing services for the city. And in a uh, 9-0 ruling, the justices sided with the Catholic Social Services. Quote, CSS seeks only an accommodation that will allow it to continue serving the children of Philadelphia in a manner consistent with its religious beliefs. It does not seek to impose those beliefs on anyone else. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote in a majority opinion, uh, the, quote, Refusal to, of Philadelphia to contract with CSS for the provision of foster care services unless it agrees to certify same-sex couple as foster parents cannot survive strict scrutiny, and it violates the First Amendment. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised at this. Um, honestly, um, I'm not saying that I disagree with it, but I guarantee you, the liberals are fucking screaming bloody murder right now. Um, I, I firmly believe that there's, you know, the Catholic church is not discriminating against anybody. They just have principles upon their beliefs. Uh, they're not trying to talk bad or like it says in the article, they're not trying to impose any other person's beliefs on anybody. So I don't think that they're necessarily doing anything in a negative fashion. Um, but it does you know, one of the questions I have for any of you in the audience or, you know, more specifically Eric and Pertwee, do you think this decision um, – um, is it surprising to you, number one, that you got a unanimous vote on this? Because in the back of my mind, I think this happened because the Supreme Court justices are trying to show the federal government or our you know, you know, government here in the United States – um, we stand together, and there's no way you're going to be packing no fucking courts. I mean, that sounds just about right. That's that's my angle on it, uh, because I would expect at least some of the you know liberal type of justices to vote the other way on this. Does that surprise you at all, Pertwee? I was surprised they got a unanimous vote, but what you just describes makes perfect sense to me. 
And I think you probably got a point there. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we're on to something. Um, now, what are, what are your guys' thoughts on on the decision? Do you agree with it? I mean, should should uh, the city of Philadelphia, you know, are you know, do you think that they should be pro- be able to prohibit a, a church like that from allowing foster care? Well, I mean, you know, a, a church, you can look at it as religion or you can come at it as the angle of a business. And either way, don't they have the right to do what they want to do within their own walls? I believe so. Because, like I said, the whole thing about it is they are not they're not discriminating in a negative way. They're not enforcing anybody. It's like, right. So I don't see any problem with that. <clears throat> yeah, it's their views within their own within their own culture or, or I don't really want to say the word religion, but okay. Religion, it's their views. Like exactly. you said, they're not enforcing it on anyone else. Right. So where do you think that, where do you guys think the, uh, the uh, far left folks are? What's going to happen with them? <laughs> Is this going to be a big, I think, big thing? I think they're standing on the edge of the cliff thinking whether they want to jump or not after that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's got to hurt them where it hurt them where it smarts because they thought they had all this stuff in the bag and all this, you know, um, openness and the church on the ropes. And, uh, I think, I think for sure they didn't think it would be a unanimous decision. Yeah. I thought it was pretty crazy. Yeah. The other uh, decision that was made, which I'm very sad about is, uh, they basically, they basically in a vote of seven to two and, uh, you know, what's, what's that piece of crap's name? Uh, God, I forget his name. The There's so many of them. Or somebody else. Oh, no. Let me let me scroll and remember his name. Oh, oh, I don't remember. Chuck Schumer. Yeah. I'll, I'll he's a senator. Oh. Senator Schumer, yeah. All I, could, all I could think about all day and all I've heard on many of the headline news reports on the radio is Schumer saying, the Affordable Care Act is here to stay. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Not only that, but he says we're going to make it bigger and better. That's what scares me. But anyways, the Obama Obama on uh, Supreme Court ruling the Affordable Care Act is here to stay. This is an article by The Hill. Uh, in a series of tweets, Obama applauded the court's Thursday ruling upholding the act, saying it would ensure health insurance for millions. Quote, the principle of universal coverage has been established, and 31 million people now have access to care through the law we passed, with millions more who no longer can be denied coverage or charged more because of a pre-existing condition. That's what... Former President Obama has to say. He also said that he hopes that President Biden will continue to strengthen and expand the measure, adding that Biden has extended the special enrollment period until August 15th for families to sign up. Quote, now we need to build on the Affordable Care Act and continue to strengthen and expand it. When I hear those words, it just means uh, more taxpayer dollars going into it. And let's just it's kind of like big government. Let's just build it. Make it make it big. Make it huge. Anyways, um, I don't, I don't know. It's it's very disturbing. You didn't get, you did not get a unanimous decision on this though. It went down in a ruling of seven to two, and uh, I think Roberts was one, and I forget who the other uh, conservative judge that voted against it was. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's one of those things to where you you cannot. As a as the federal government, you cannot force people to buy shit. You really can't. And I understand that the federal mandate, there's no penalties if you don't carry insurance throughout the year. But like in in some states, like here in California, if you don't buy insurance, okay, the feds might not penalize you, but the state of California will impose a, I don't know, a fee, I guess, or a penalty because you don't carry health coverage. I mean, how is that even constitutional? How can how do they get that fee on your returns or oh or yeah, they take it out of your check? No, they will they will put it in your taxes on your tax return. Yeah, jeez. But but here's the, my point of view: is how can you, as a government, whether it be a fed, whether the federal government or the a state government, how can you <clears> force someone to buy something? I mean, the because ne- what's what's next? Are you going to make me purchase? A phone that tracks where I go. Are you going to make me buy that too? Otherwise, you already did. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) But you know where I'm coming from, right? 
Um, I, I, I mean, that's it's a scary slope uh, because if nobody's going to stand up to that, uh, they'll just tell you what, you know, like I said before, uh, we cannot live in a society where government is telling you what to do. Um, just like how everybody's celebrating getting rid of these pieces of crap, uh, face masks, uh, you know, at what point I, I personally couldn't believe that Americans all across this country accepted the fact that government wanted you to mandate that shit. I mean, if you're going to mandate it, the least they could do is provide everybody in America with free masks. No, if that's a law, but you know, of course not. You what was that per you would think I, I was just, I was thinking of how to comment on that. And I just finally had just figured, yeah, you would think that if they're going to mandate it, they would supply it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, it's just like healthcare though. Right. I mean, why mm. should taxpayer dollars be paying for it? Uh, the government should just provide, provide it on the, their own dime. Oh wait, they don't have any, they just have our money. Exactly. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, and Jess had an interesting comment. Slightly remind me, why the heck do you live in California? And uh, well, Jess, it's it's easy. the The answer is easy. I grew up here, so it's a lot. It's very much easy to you know. It's very. Why move when you're when you? This is what you know and love. Well, I love where I live. I I hate the people that represent. Well, they don't even represent me. I hate the people who act like they represent me. How's that? Slightly, you sound like you have the battered wife syndrome. <laughs> but I love it so much. Oh, have another, have another. But I love it so much. Oh, it's great. It's, 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 where else could I go that's so peaceful? So, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I could go to Chicago. Hell. Oh, hell. I thought I was. Hell. <laughs> I think you would well, probably you know, if you just, if you don't want to change the environment. Yeah. No, I hear you. What was that? Or, um, perhaps um, if you were to live in an income tax free state like Texas or Florida or Tennessee. Well, I, I, w I wouldn't mind living in the state of Nevada. I mean, there's there's ulterior reasons for that, but I do like the state of Nevada more specifically. Las well, we got we got casinos in Tennessee and Florida. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, well, there's a part of the Las Vegas area called Henderson. I don't know if you would consider living there. Oh yeah, I have a, I have a couple friends that live there. It's a nice area there. Uh, very nice. Uh, we were at, we, a few years ago. Uh, Big sexy and I were looking at a business out there, but that that kind of fell through. Anywho, what else do we have on? Uh, let's see. We have. I know we had a video or something like that. Well, I had uh, this is a, this was an interesting one that um, you forwarded me, Pert. Um, this is uh, an article from Vanity Fair of all places, a magazine I do not uh, really generally read or even care for. But <laughs> I don't know. No, I wonder why. I'm not going to ask Pert why he was reading Vanity Fair, but anyways, <laughs> the uh, the guy who could single handedly send Trump to prison may soon cooperate with the feds. That, that's the uh, that's the headline there. And the article reads, one of the central figures in the Manhattan District Attorney's criminal investigation into Donald Trump is Trump Organization CFO Alan Weiselberg, an employee of the firm for decades. Weiselberg has personally described himself as Trump's eyes and ears at the company, and his former colleague Michael Cohen has put it that he knows every single where every single dollar goes in and out, not even dollar, but to the penny. And every single penny in and out goes through Alan Weisselberg's desk and then is reported before and after to President Trump. Obviously, someone with such detailed knowledge of the finances of the company would make an extremely helpful witness to Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance Jr., who is the, why, the price, why the prosecutor has been working for months to get Weisselberg to flip and cooperate against the ex-president. So, you know, no matter what, we all know that the Democrats, I mean – they have a hard on. They have a hard on to prosecute Trump to get rid of him. I mean, if I'll be honest with you, my opinion is this: if the if the Democrats didn't think that if they thought they could get away with an assassination of Donald Trump, they would do it. But in my opinion, they know a civil war would occur, so that is not an option. 
So the only way to try to get rid of them is send them off to prison. And so now, you know, they're going to do any, anything they can to get whatever they want on the former president. And so they're going after Weisselberg right now, personally, not from a business sense, but they're investigating him hardcore to try to get him, you know, find some dirt on him and then negotiate it in a bargaining type deal. Say, all right, dude, well, we got you on these charges. So let's make a deal. Give us the dirt on the, the former president. We'll let you go. That's basically what's going on. Um, it's like a Hollywood movie, isn't it? It really is. It, it is, and it and it, and it sucks. It, it's 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 wrong uh, on so many levels. And I think at the end of the day, you know, there's people that are talking to him apparently, and uh, you know, they feel that you know Trump really doesn't give two shits much about Alan Weiselberg. Um, that basically, you know, the only thing that Trump cared about was how he took care of shit. But on a personal level, you know, they're trying to feed him and put it in his mind that, hey, he doesn't really give two shits about you. So why don't you just come forward and tell us what you know? Yeah. Good, uh, good, uh, good blackmail type uh, situation, if you ask me. Um, do you um, think do you think uh, anything will come from it, Pert? I, you know, I've gotten to where I don't believe any of that until it actually happens anymore because there's just so much of the conspiracy stuff. I think the biggest thing that that guy has to be thankful for is that he worked for Trump and not Clinton because he'd be dead by now. Right. That is 100% true. The Clintons would not have that. If anybody had dirt, if anyone does or had dirt on them, they're probably not uh, living anymore. They'll probably, instead of suicide now, though, they'll probably just blame it on COVID. That's what I think. Anyways, we'll see what happens with that. And uh, first, um, Mr. Eric, you had uh, brought me uh, some information from uh, this is uh, basically John Stewart. Over on um, yeah, he did an appearance on the late show with Stephen Colbert, you know, and, you know, and I think he the story read something about how he came clean about the uh, COVID. Yeah, he was uh, over on the Steve Colbert show. I don't does anybody ever watch that show anymore? Mm, no. that, the late no. show has not been the same since David Letterman retired. Yeah, I, I miss David Letterman. He was he was uh, he was awesome. I liked him. He, he didn't get too political well, speaking. Well, and then you know, like uh, like after Johnny Carson retired from the Tonight Show, I mean, Jay Leno to me was was tolerable, but I wouldn't say he was absolute best. Um, but. You know, I think like a couple of times, you know, Jay Leno had ever had President Obama on the Tonight Show. I think NBC executives were not real happy with um, with some of the issues that Leno would press Obama on. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why they really wanted to get get Jimmy Fallon in there so quick. And and then we know like the whole fiasco with Conan O'Brien and how that didn't last. And um, and then there was also the criticism about. With Jay Leno, like after Johnny Carson retired, why didn't he just lift the Joan Rivers band? Why did he keep the band in place? And and I think his his explanation was he didn't want to disrespect Johnny Carson because Carson was like I'll never speak to her again after you know you know after her contract with NBC was up and she moved to Fox without telling him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I. Uh... Late night talk shows have just gone downhill. I don't. I don't. I have no. Uh, I don't know. I guess I have no, no reason to even want to uh, watch any of it anymore. Um, I did like Craig Ferguson's late. It was really late, but I don't even. Oh like yeah, show. me too. He had awesome openers, didn't he? Oh, he was the best. Yeah, I I liked him. Him and uh, he had like a skeleton uh, little thing that he would mm. talk and stuff like yep. that. The announcer, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it, but he's he's no longer. But anyways, um, this is from the Daily Beast. Uh, Fifteen months after he abruptly left uh, the Ed Sullivan Show Theater and started hosting a late show from his bathtub, in a later a small office, Stephen Colbert made his triumphant return Monday night with his old friend John Stewart. And I'm trying to browse and see. Uh, Stewart uh, went on to say, "I'm so really happy." And I know we're all vaccinated and I'm not going to get COVID, but I'm going to get something. These people did not take good care of themselves during the pandemic. 
Uh, later on, he's, uh, he was asked how he's feeling about the state of the scientific response to COVID-19. Uh, Stewart uh, added, so I will say this, and I honestly mean this. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has, in many ways, helped ease the suffering of this pandemic, which was more than likely caused by science. And uh, taken aback, Covert asked his friend, do you mean perhaps there's a chance that this was created in a lab? And uh, Stewart went on to say, a chance? Oh, my God, there's a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we should ask? The Wuhan Novel, novel uh, Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. The disease is the name is the same, has the same name as the lab. He said, that's just a little too weird. Um, he would uh, he went on to say there was one quote that I wanted to uh, basically talk about, but basically he went on to say that we're all going to die. <laughs> um, do you have that part that uh, they got that one right slightly? Um, later on, he's uh, Stuart shot back. This is not a conspiracy, but the, this is the problem with science. Science is incredible, but they don't know when to stop. And no one in the room with those cats ever goes, I don't know if we should do that. They're like, curiosity killed the cat, so let's kill 10,000 cats to find out why. And uh, later on, I, I did watch the video. Later on, he said, you know when the end of life will be is when there's a couple people in a lab saying, I guess it worked. <laughs> That's when you know everyone's going to be dead. Is there anything else uh, on that, uh, Eric, that I might have missed or skipped over on that? I mean, there's nothing else I can think of, but but like you were saying earlier, I know late-night TV has not been the same in a number of years. And I would think, you know, many people would seem to be in agreement that, that the Tonight, Tonight Show franchise and, and late-night TV in general died the, the day Johnny Carson retired. That it did. But I think David Letterman... For, for during his time at the late show tried to keep it relevant but 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 nowadays it's just become more and more political well what isn't political nowadays eric everything's mm -hmm. political. i mean and if it's right. not do their damnedest to make it political right and even Saturday not live is is st still in the shitter but it's no wonder nbc hasn't already canceled that give it time eric give it time Oh, there you go. I like that part. We late show talk with Eric Kirk. That's a great show name for you, Eric. <laughs> but you have to change it up a little bit. I think it should be instead. I think it should be God. What is it? Uh, it's coming. It's coming. I promise. Uh, daytime soap talk. Yes, that would be epic. Right <laughs> there. Derek, mm -hmm. Eric, don't take offense, but we could call it dope on the soap. <laughs> dope on the soap. Get it. Oh my goodness, that would be good. I, I, hey, I could pull out the the soap opera theme songs, like the closing theme, the General Hospital, or the early 1980s Search for Tomorrow theme. Or um, I, I won't worry about pulling out the Young and the Restless or the Days of Our Lives theme. Well, you have to be careful, though, producer Eric. There's not too many of our listeners that like pulling out. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last uh, little article I got for you, I guess Car Tucker Carlson, he's just going off the rails lately because he's basically basis making baseless claims that FBI operatives were organizing the attack of on the U.S. Capitol back on uh, January 6th. And uh, this is uh, from Fox News. Or excuse me, Business Insider, not Fox News. He works for Fox News, at least for right the time being. Uh, the article reads, in his most severe rewriting of history on the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, Fox News opinion host Tucker Carlson baselessly claimed the riot was organized by the FBI. Quote, they were almost certainly working for the FBI. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents, Carlson said, without showing said documents. Carlson, the most watched host on Fox News, was referring to the latest indictments handed out in the FBI's investigation of the siege. His claim relies solely on assuming that every, anyone listed anonymously as an, quote, unindicted co-conspirator, end quote, must have been an FBI agent. Carlson went further to claim the agents plotted the attack, implying it may not have happened without them. 
Carlson also referred to the to a fringe conservative media post from the Revolver News that contains a list of questions for FBI Director Christopher Wray, purportedly deducting a conclusion on the FBI setup when there is no evidence to support one. It turns out that this, quote, white supremacist insurrection was, again, by the government's own admission in these documents, organized by government agents, Carlson said, raising the tone of his voice to convey that he was not serious in describing January 6th as a white supremacist insurrection. He played a clip of, uh, from Ray's testimony on Capitol Hill where he said the FBI is focused on getting, quote, better sources, better information, better analysis, unquote, from white supremacist groups to prevent another insurrection from happening. Although Carlson kept referring to, quote, government documents, he did not show any on screen. Uh, Fox News uh, did not respond to the insider's request for comment on the story uh, or any of the network's journalists have been able to verify his claim either. And uh, I don't know. Is, is Tucker Carlson running out of material, uh, you guys? Um, I mean, it is pretty way out there saying that the FBI is, uh, you know, underneath yeah, um, I would I would probably be thinking so um, unless you know he's got some un- unvetted sources that we don't know about. Hmm. Yeah, you know, but any chance, uh, Perwi, that uh, he, he the FBI's uh, has anything to do with the in the uh, quote unquote insurrection? I don't know. The thing is, when you see that one video you emailed me, and mm-hmm. you see how genuine open and cooperating the police were with telling them hey you know you guys do this just behave we're cool with it yada 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 there's something deeper there than just at the police level i think so i don't know there might be a grain of sand or a grain of truth in there somewhere i don't know that you know the whole fbi was out i mean i don't know i just don't like to dive into something like that and say oh my god look Look at what happened. This is real. Now, you better be giving me some more proof before I start jumping on that bandwagon. Well, you know, and I agree with you 100% on that. I mean, I've been to Capitol Hill. I've been to government offices in D.C. Um, and the way they were acting, the uniformed officers, the Capitol Police, and everybody else who was a part of law enforcement there, um, on an everyday I mean, if you went the wrong way through a metal detector, my God, they'd probably fucking they would probably maul you and force you on the ground. And hell, they might even put their knee on your neck. But on January 6th, they were very inviting to everybody. It's very suspicious. Not saying that the FBI is involved in what happened that day, but something weird, something fishy happened on that day. There's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely. And I think like we've talked in the Absolutely. past, we have talked in the past how I think both the, the Democrats and the Republicans knew about it. They knew that there was potential for something bad like that to happen. And where was all this security detail that they could have done prior? I mean, they sure as hell had plenty of security on you know the quote-unquote inauguration day of our president. <laughs> I mean, hell, they had – you know, for a government who doesn't believe in borders and protecting our country, they sure as hell put up borders and protected, you know, our uh, current brain dead president, Joe Biden. But uh, yeah, you saw how quick those walls went up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like no tomorrow. You know who else is getting walls put up at their house? Patrice Cullors, you know, the uh, former Black Lives Matter organiz- organizer. Yeah, she's putting up electronic fences. So anyone trying to get into her property is going to be fucking electrocuted to death. <laughs> just Sorry for my evil laugh. But I just, that I was, just, yeah. That was close to a uh, crazy cane laugh there. Per- <laughs> I, I, there is only one crazy cane laugh though. That, that there is. And there's only one Patrice colors as well, but we will we'll kind of try to digress. From what, co- what color is that? <laughs> oh, Patrice. Never oh, mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Shame on you, naughty boy. Unbelievable. Anyways, uh, that's uh, the news stories. If anybody's got anything else they want to talk about, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a quick little time out. We'll, we'll go for another half hour for the evening. Kind of shoot the shit if you have any topics you want to discuss or opinions on anything that's going on in the world. Or hell, even if you're pissed off at your 
No, we won't go into your significant others, but we'll be right back right after this short, brief timeout. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday already. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Gosh, you uh, you even bring up Crazy Kane's name, and bam, there he is. He right he appears right before your very eyes. Anyways, so that's about what's going on uh, in my world. That's uh, kind of the brief information that I have. Uh, I did mention earlier in the show how the state of California, excuse me, uh, how OSHA has uh, basically today they voted and empl- employees at businesses all across the state of California, as long as they've been vaccinated, they are not required to wear a mask. So uh, hooray on all those that uh, don't have to wear a mask. Now, I don't know how an employer is going to ensure that their employee got vaccinated or not. Oh, wait, 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 I forgot. That's right. Governor Newsom's coming up with the, uh, what is it, vaccination verification electronic system for businesses. So that'll be interesting. And that vaccination lottery, too. Oh, yeah. The uh, vaccination lottery was held the other day. I I don't know of any winners yet, but they did uh, 10 drawings. Each each vaccinator that uh, got picked won $1.5 million. So we have, uh, you know, California government creating millionaires by the by the by the day, I guess. <laughs> I did not get that. have a request. Oh, yeah, sure. Would you like a vaccine? Would you like to be in? Can we? No, <laughs> no. But can we quit calling it a damn vaccine? Call oh. it a shot. Oh, that's right. We're, we're supposed to call it the jab. Yeah, like Eric said, it's a shot. It's a shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god a shot a shot in the dark that's really good i like that well I, i've been starting i think to, that's gonna stick oh yeah that not only that not only will that stick but uh, apparently uh magnets will stick to your yeah i got that eric too. did you catch eric's I pun? that out has did anybody you, seen any videos on that did you catch eric's pun though slightly it's gonna stick <laughs> I, I did i did it was that was really creative i like that a lot i still want to hear i want to see videos of magnets uh sticking to pe- where people got jabbed i haven't seen that yet I'll, i haven't seen it for my own eyes i've just been hearing about it um yeah my, i apologize if i'm cutting you guys off i'm on a damn delay again oh that you're fine well i you know a friend i you know, tend to hang out with once in a while, you know, his partner, you know, got, got the, the vaccine slash shot. Um, they tried like a, a, a refrigerator magnet to see if it would stick to him, but I don't think that magnet was strong enough. I, I'm wondering if I have to look for a, like a stronger magnet, like the magnets, like, like you would use to like pick up nails off the ground, like it, when re-roofing a house. Yeah. Maybe it just has a, a weight limitation to it. But if there's if, yeah. if 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 there's any magnet that sticks to your arm, or a crane you, magnet, you're probably starting to think, "What the fuck did I just inject myself with?" <laughs> That's what I would be thinking, at least. But yeah, I didn't I didn't get the shot, so uh, unfortunately, no millions of dollars heading my way. So I'm very disappointed. It looks like uh, we're up to 918 uh, followers over on Podbean. Wow, that's that's great news, Pert. Yep. Yeah, we got to figure have, out what we're going to do for that big one. I'm telling you, we might. You know what I was thinking? We we I was thinking when we reach a thousand followers, I think we should have producer Eric run around the the local Walmart in a speedo. Don't you want to? Don't you want to keep the followers? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. We'll we'll do something fun. I promise. Uh, well, I'll get my crack staff. Uh, well, I don't think you're gonna. 
I don't think you would be like cracks from like Exotics Radio did when she got 500 followers eating like 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 hot sauce on chips because I know that's not your thing. But oh. I know me and Pert we have suggested are you going to eat shrimp or fish? But I know you're going to say no to that. Oh my God! I think BP's I would be got the one running idea. around to Walmart in a speedo before I do that. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I don't think uh, we uh, we are not going to give away spiders. I, I guarantee you that. Um, hot sauce. Oh, that's that's. I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know. Take we'll your do, video camera we'll and your road mic. I think we should do a giveaway because people like free shit. I mean, just ask ask your any politician. They'll tell you. Um. I don't know what we'll give away, but I have an idea. Hmm. But yes, uh, definitely that. Check out you also uh, for those uh, all nine hundred eighteen of you that uh, follow the show and download it on uh, you know Podbean or Amazon Podcasts or any any podcast uh, catcher that you're catching our show from to make sure to go ahead and check us out over on our website slightly slight. What is it? Slightlyshow.com. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the merch store is up and going and feels really lonely. So check out all the stuff over mm-hmm. there. I promise we'll get some designs going. I know there's like one one thing designed so far. We need to get somebody to work on some design stuff. I also made uh, some stickers. I'll be able to make my own damn stickers. So I'm working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get a design for that. And uh Anyways, if you if you enjoy enjoy any of the content or you know you just want to uh, help, if you want to hear me stop talking about certain things, I can be bought. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, check those um, out. Um, Asha, you know who goes by the name Minkit Sound down in the chat. You know, asked, did did you get his email? Um, I believe. Let me see. Um, I probably, I haven't checked the email. Uh. I like that suggestion, BP. Big sexy on a t-shirt. <laughs> you want big sexy on a t-shirt? You want him or his food? I wonder what big sexy would have to say about that. I don't know. Uh, if, if big sexy is listening on the on the podcast, I don't know if he's still there. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh my gosh! He said, "Sure." And, he's gonna. He and Jess is like, t- "Good idea." Oh my God! Now we're whoring out big sexy in a T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I wonder if Lady Me would be the deciding vote on that. Oh my goodness! Maybe, but maybe let's not we'll, give her any ideas. Maybe that's what we'll do, Pertwee. The the thousandth follower will get a T-shirt with Big Sexy's face on it. That's there you go. That's all you get is the face, though. We don't. Uh, we we're not. Uh, we're we're rated PG. Our show. You know, we cannot get, continue to get banned from places. Oh, Big Sexy says though that it's not a photograph. You just get a signature. <laughs> oh, you didn't like my idea? Have his picture of him in an apron holding his utensil. I'll do that picture and a signature. Pertwee has a great idea. Say that one more time. Get a get a picture of him in an apron holding his utensils. Take that however you. <laughs> Did you hear that? A uh, picture of my apron with utensils. A picture with you and your apron holding your utensils. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jess says needs a photo. <laughs> Goodness. Hmm. Uh, Jess says just needs a photo. We we could do we could do something like that. Big, sexy, and and great eats. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with something. That, that that actually might get people to buy shit at the merch store. Oh yeah. Hey, big, sexy would would be a big sell. Yeah, he is a big sell. And as much shopping as he does, we definitely need those sales. <laughs> oh yeah. What is going on? That crazy? way, big, sexy can laugh all the way to the bank. That, that, that would be considering that the money makes it to the bank before he spends it, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Kane. What is going on? What's on your mind, Mr. Kane? How are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all this evening? We're doing all right. We got about uh, 20, 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Holy yeah, crap. Okay. I think crazy. I think all of uh, his dishes fell out of the damn cabinet. 
No, that's a fan. Ice. a drink. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so what's going on? What's on your mind, buddy? I, I actually called in to answer Perkbeat's question. I don't have merch. I thought I covered that the last time. I don't have the funds to. No, make I was talking merch. about. I was talking about slightly's merch. Mm-hmm. You said oh. follow the show if you like oh. it. Well, yeah, it's the I, same I, thing I, I waited, for everybody's show. But I should I should have hit you one <laughs> shot before I did on your moonshine. That's, that was my fault. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! You gotta understand. I'm on my 18th shot already. Did he say 18? it's not golf? Yeah, it's oh not golf. I hope. <laughs> I hope. You're, I hope you're talking about uh, shots as far as cocktails and not 18th like COVID COVID shot. <laughs> I drink moonshine, my dear boy. I, I don't drink medicine like that. Okay, well, that's poor, unfortunate soul. I know. Unplugged from the news. I unplugged from the news. Become, I don't know all the bullshit that's going be, on. Become Is it me or did Kane start talking with an Asian accent halfway through? <laughs> Become one with the crazy. Don't fight it. Embrace it. Life it would be so, so much better. <laughs> he says life will be so much better, and then he's got that evil laugh. That's what Church of Satan tells y'all you to, right? Kind of famous with the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all y'all's fault. Now yeah. you're stuck with it. <laughs> no, it's not just you rounding third, I promise. No. <laughs> Anywho, what's going on now? So, anything exciting? I also have a small bone to pick with two people in the panel. We only like big bones, but go ahead. What's that? Y'all still never cashed in y'all giveaway, y'all suckers. So I'm going to have to find and do something else for y'all two knuckleheads. What am I going to do? Stay tuned to find out. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I do apologize. I, I I have so much on my plate right now. And... Oh, I get it. Y'all busy. I do, too. I can get... We're getting ready for a tropical storm. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Um, if I could um give my giveaway to somebody else, maybe you could look into maybe maybe like Lady Me or Mike Tampa Bay if they're interested. Well, Saturday, if everything stays nice and we don't have a power outage due to the tropical storm, I will be announcing six people on my show. Really? Because I've already. Picked six people. I did okay. a little drawing. I, I didn't have good internet connection, so I couldn't announce it like I wanted to. Pissed me off. But I have decent, semi-decent connection now. So if everything holds up and my Wi-Fi don't go out, fingers crossed, I will be announcing six winners. Well, make sure you check out uh, Crazy Show because he's giving six winners cash and prizes. Nah, don't go false advertising. Oh, that's right. The government. Yeah, we don't do it's a video chat unless they want to message me directly and we work something out. Because if y'all want merch with this beautiful face, y'all gonna have to pay. Because I can't pay. I'm poor. Sadly, I'm poor. I don't make the shit up. I am poor. That's okay. We don't we don't judge. It's all good. But enjoy the sexy me face right here. When you go to sleep and you think of the think of the crazy cane's face. <laughs> <laughs> 
promise it'll be a nice ride. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard somebody in the back saying, no, it won't. <laughs> That's my very tall brother, Puff. Puff. He can he can turn me into a chew toy if he so desires. Oh my goodness! Puff the magic dragon? No, 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 no! He hates that. Don't call him Puff the magic dragon. Oh, no! no. Sorry. <laughs> now, if you call him Little Henry, like Mark Henry, you might get on his good side a little bit. Mark Henry? Oh, he's a Mark Henry Mark, huh? Good for him, man. I like that guy. He looks like a Mark Henry with a little Samoan. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. He's Samoan? He's the yard right now is what he said. <laughs> no, no, no. Did I just but steal the Mexican word of the day? I'm sorry, slightly. Same, That's a good one, though. I was thinking about it. One of the same problems like me. And when I'm playing on my game system. No, when I'm playing on my game system and my friends think I fall asleep, it's actually him. They hear him. No, you don't. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I love how he's back there. Like, uh, no, got it wrong. Well, crazy fancy. Y'all caught a little family fun action. I hope y'all enjoy. We did, and I appreciate you calling in, Crazy. I got to get going because I only got about ten minutes left tonight. Oh, um, I do have one question because y'all been on Podbeam longer than me. Okay, I got emails saying that because I watch shows, I got like thirty hours or twenty hours of live streaming, and I'm supposed to get like a badge, but I don't see shit. Can y'all tell me what the hell this is? Yeah, I can tell you, because I ran into that. If you're listening to live shows, it doesn't count. You have to listen to recorded shows. Okay, that makes Isn't sense. Isn't that crazy? Same? Oh, yeah. They, they, so if you listen crazy. to the recorded shows, they, they that's... me a thing wanting money after it, Perk. What? Yeah, no, I never got anything like that. But then again, I don't have a show, so... Congratulations! I don't know. You have uh, you've reached like a hundred something uh listeners. Now, if you pay max amount of dollars, you can do more for your show and stuff. And it's like I'm poor. Y'all don't have anything to offer me. I'm the one that has everything to offer for you. I feel like they should be paying me. And paying all of us for our time. Oh, wait. That would make them the government. And they don't seem <laughs> like the government. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but thank y'all for letting me call in. Catch y'all later. Stay safe. God bless you all. Crazy how. <laughs> Okay, slightly, we can't hear you. I'm back, and uh, that was our good friend Crazy Kane, and uh, it's always good to hear from him. It sounds like he gets freaking crazier and crazier as time goes on. Too much right. moonshine. That's just, I think that's just a good uh, indication of, you know, watch how much moonshine you drink, and especially if you make it yourself. Well, um, and since you're not drinking Topo Chico tonight, I'm drinking the Topo Chico for you, Okay. Oh, thank you. Someone's got to be drinking the Mexican water uh, from Mexico because... Total I'm drinking it out of a big bottle. Damn, baller, Eric. Yeah, ah. the bit, like the bigger bottle and not the one that you pop up with a top opener. Oh, yeah. The one with the screw on. I'll tell you what. Uh, for the Topo Chico size that I, I uh, drink, it's normally over a dollar a bottle. It's quite expensive, in my opinion, for water. I give like a dollar sixty-nine for like these like bigger bottles. So, cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Damn! Cheers to you, there, producer Eric. Damn! <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, um, anything uh, anybody would like to bring up? And uh, by the way, uh, Ramil Blade over on uh, 
over on airtime says cheers back to you mate he's over in uh, he's over on the strip in las vegas tonight uh in las vegas I wonder how how is the crowd over there in Las Vegas, Ramil? Is it busy as ever? Is uh, you know, is it like COVID is gone and uh, things are back to normal over on the Strip? Hit me up on chat and let me know. I would love to hear about that. Um, yes, I and we do have our favorite part of the show, uh, the Mexican word of the day coming your way. Uh, Ramil says that it's packed over on the Strip. It looks like back in two thousand nineteen. And uh, Big Sexy says he wants to be on the strip in Las Vegas. Uh, we haven't been there in a few months, which is very unusual. But like I said, things have been so hectic. I mean, hell, I can't even do a full show tonight. That's how busy my life is. So, anywho, um, let's uh, check out and see what's going on. Uh, he says it's hot as fuck out there, too. It's probably like 115 degrees. Uh, but you know what? Stay indoors. That's where they like you to be anyways. They want you to be gambling or spending money in the shops. You shouldn't be out on the strip. Stay indoors. Gamble gamble to your heart's content. It's, it's very nice and air-conditioned in there, too, by the way. It's actually a great, it's a great place to be in the summertime. Free air conditioning. Well, it's not free because you're spending money in the slot machines. But, you know. Um, we're taking a look. We're browsing for the Mexican word of the day. Big Sexy also makes a comment that in Las Vegas, there's also something else that's free out there. You can get a free 10. Then again, I'm going to, like I said, nothing's free. In order to get that free 10, you know, as you are sunbathing out by the pool in your favorite resort, keep in mind, folks, you're paying like $39 in resort fees every single day you stay there. So it's not it's not a free tan, uh, free tan there, Big Sexy. <laughs> it is for him. You're paying the fee. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you had to rub that one in, Perk. Yeah. He, he, had in. he had to rub that in. Hey, like Big that. Sexy, if, if you get too much sun out there and you get burned, what I've heard is a good cure for that is Ovaltine. Just rub it right into your skin. Whoops. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, also, Ramil says, drinks aren't free either, laugh my ass off. Yes, the, the, the drinks, if you were gambling while you're drinking, uh, you'd, it'd probably suit you better just to go to a bar and pay for your own drinks, more than likely. Now, if you're at the poker table and you're a good poker player like I am, then, then the drinks are free. But if you're gambling, uh, playing slot machines and uh, playing blackjack and stuff like that, your, uh, your cocktails are probably you know, costing you an arm and a leg. I, I I think we should go there, Big Sexy. What do you think? Should we go there this weekend? We can leave tonight. Maybe we can go meet Ramil. Ramil, where are you staying at? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. Ramil says, let's party. Oh, yeah. There you go. BP49 is BP49. Uh, says, uh, there's no charge. To Unbelievable. <laughs> Ramil, um, if, if they say those forbidden words one more time, I think you're just gonna throw it out the window. Yeah, so they you'll 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 hear somebody being thrown out the window if uh, we see see or hear about that again. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm uh, read. I'm I'm pre-screening our our words of the day to make sure they are politically correct uh, before we utilize them. I even came across like another interesting story when I was looking up good stories for tonight's show, but one story I might submit for like tomorrow night has to do with actress Meryl Streep giving up method acting after she'd done The Devil Wears Prada, and the reason for her giving it up is because it brought on like a severe bout of depression, and 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 of course the story even talks about how other notable actors like Christian Bale and the late Heath Ledger, and you know, it... it transform them into like different people when they done it even to like to the point that with Heath Ledger it had had some kind of like psychological impact on him and combined with like his heavy drug use that that led to his death oh yeah I remember that hurt unbelievable so I found I found our word of the day and uh, I'm going back I when I look back at chat all I see is the O word <laughs> Unbelievable. 
All right. Well, that's uh, out the window. Um, Ramil says that he lives in Summerlin, which is uh, very close to the Las Vegas Strip, and uh, it's very beautiful in Summerlin. I, I like uh, I, myself personally. I like either Henderson is nice. I also enjoy. Uh, I have a few friends that live over in Seven Hills. But uh, tonight's show uh, brought to you by the Mexican word of the day. The word of the day tonight is ice chest. That's right. You know, those things that you put uh, those nice ice cold beers in to travel. Don't get mad, homie. I just playing with you. You are so stupid. <laughs> Thanks. See, I even big sexy like that one. Every time you play that sound effect, I'm waiting for Billy Joel's song. Friday night I crashed your party. Because it sounds just like it was taken off of that. <laughs> I don't know where it was taken. I just, uh, you know. Uh, one to ten on uh, tonight's uh, word of the day. I think I'm going to give it like a five or six. Uh, Ramil liked it. He says, ha-ha, dang. Four, three, unbelievable. Well, I well, I'm telling you guys, you want to rate it three or four, then you need to start like emailing me uh, words of the day. Jess was being generous with a three. Oh, no, you were being generous. <laughs> I've um, emailed you some in the past. I'll, I'll email you some. You have. Yeah. Okay. Well, I told you to balance it out. I'll have to find something like a white word of the day or something like that. So people don't, don't oh, say okay. we're being culturally inappropriate racist or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, the reason why I, I just want to, you know, we have to make sure, you know, for those members just tuning in for the first time, you see, we were told that we are too serious on our show, even though the name of the show is slightly serious. Uh, we do, you know, we do get very serious about what's going on in our country because we give a shit. But I, I figured we'd add a uh, little fun to the end of the show each night. So, um, but then again, it's like anything else. If you're going to get butt hurt over, over you know the Mexican word of the day or any word of the day that we come up with, this is probably not your cup of tea to be listening to in the first place. But uh, we we are not racist. We uh, we don't we we discriminate, but we discriminate equally. We're an equal opportunist. We love to hate on anybody and everyone. Equal opportunity offender. Exactly, and uh, yes. we show we show everyone the same appropriate amount of love. Yeah. All right. Well, since today, even though Ramil gives it a solid six over on airtime, we'll go ahead. Uh, we'll we'll figure out what to do with that word of the day. Yeah, that, there it went down the down the shitter, I guess. Anyways, uh, Ramil, I appreciate you joining us tonight over on airtime. Uh, make sure if you want, you're always more than welcome to join us over on Podbean Live. Uh, it's an Podbean iOS right app d live as well uh but if you want to call into the show or whatnot sometime you could call in live from the app itself but otherwise just stick with us every night we generally go on at 6 30 p.m 9 30 eastern time for an hour and a half today's a shortened version because i have a business meeting to get to but i appreciate everybody joining us Stop with the camera big sexy oh was big sexy behind me <laughs> oh yeah he was just for a minute oh, yeah <laughs> That's, oh, there he is. I need yep. a guest, appearance. guest appearance. Anyways, um, we're going to get the hell on out of here. Uh, Producer Eric? Yeah. Um, you know, coming up on Podbean Live, of course, uh, we know our good friends, Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee, are live right now over at Trice Talk. And I think they're going to be on for at least another hour. And I'm sure we're going to see Jess Duck and BP49 and a few other friends over there. Um, and, and I'm sure Pertwee and Honeybee might drop in to, to show their love. And and I know, like, l later on tonight, you, you could always be on the lookout for the those other great Podbean friends, whether it's, you know, Mike Tampa Bay or or Crazy Town or, or Laura and Lou doing their impromptu shows or a nonsense password in there somewhere or Lingalonga. And then, of course, the old man will be on in the morning and again tomorrow night. But he's taking the week off next next week for a camping trip but but you'll still have us and and john devito and jeremy coming back next week to keep you some company and ralph and m many other friends all right producer eric i appreciate that pertwee thanks for joining us and uh, i did get a couple of your emails uh, last night 
and uh, I do like uh, some of the topics there, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that uh, a little bit okay, more. Cool. Anyways, um, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you for sure tomorrow night, six thirty, nine thirty Eastern time. Maybe even a little bit later tonight, just to make up some time, because we have a lot of making up to do. But until then, we, we still we we still have plans to do a D live on the show at some point. But hopefully, you know, our audience will be kept posted on that when we don't learn more information. That uh, that we will. We'll get that out there to them. But have a good night, everybody. We'll see you a little bit later. Bye-bye. See ya. Good night, all. See you. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.